This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T-Bone Turner from The Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. It's really, really not that good. Episode number 144 of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. That's right, the finest bow hunting podcast ever to be produced in Sherrard, Illinois. We are at 1600 Buckslayer Place, right in the Buckatorium. I'm the round man with the square deals, Steve. In the studio today, Kurt. Hello, everyone. Eric. Good morning. Moneybags, Mark Reif. <laughs> hello, hello. It is not morning. Eric, thank you for that. <laughs> I'm super excited about this podcast tonight. We've got the man, Larry McCoy, and we got to get to that in a minute. I'm super excited, Kurt. I can tell. I can, can tell. You, can you By tell? the twinkle in your eye. Just... The, the twinkle in my eye. His leg shaking. Oh, that's just that. Oh, guys, that's just that thousand yard stare Steve's always giving me. Sorry, guys. But we're here. Sorry, I'm thinking movie. about McChickens again. Good Lord. All right, let's get back on track. Right now, turkeys are falling all over the mm-hmm. place. It's springtime. Stuff's getting green again. If you're still looking for sheds, good luck to you. And, and, uh, it's tough right now. I, I have no motivation to look for sheds, and I feel like mushrooms are coming. Well, it finally, <laughs> oh, qu- it yes. finally quit raining after. 
18 <gasps> days. Yes. I bet the mushrooms are huge right now. Nah, they're, they're coming. We need some heat. A little more. Oh, yeah, they, little oh more. man, this weekend. We need some heat. We yep. need some heat. This weekend, it's supposed to be like 75. What, on Sunday? Sunday, 75. I bet <sighs> you they'll be popping Sunday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. We just got to say, workingclassbowhunter.com. Yes. Um, check it out. Um, all social media, Working Class Bowhunter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, give us a follow. Send us some of your pictures and stuff. Like We like seeing that. We'll share it up. Um, especially if you have working class bow hunter gear of any sort, which speaking of the store is still in the works. We didn't abandon it. We have shirts coming back and mm-hmm. we have a pre-order on hats is going to be coming in. And, uh, we already have our one style of hat, um, that will be in the store as well. We'll have two styles of hats. Uh, if you're interested in any goodies that we have right now before the store launches, a uh, direct message to any of our pages or our website, any social media, we can get something out to you. And uh, so I had to I had to plug that. Yeah, and got some good stuff coming. Send us a Snapchat on our Snapchat that we have WCB Podcast on Snapchat. Say um, we want them shirts, and then if you really do, follow the social media trail and get a hold of us. Right. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Elite Archery. Um, check out Elite. Uh, all their new models from the new options for option six, option seven, the tempo. Uh, of course, you can get the Impulse, the Energy 35. Yes. Um, I'm shooting the Tempo this year. Absolutely love it. Yep. I had the Synergy. I loved it. So I had to go like with the same yeah. same slim down design with the Tempo. Eric's got the Option 7. seven. Yep. Uh, I'm loving that thing, man. Shooting straight as an arrow. I haven't even sighted it in my sight yet. I'm glad your bow is shooting straight as an arrow. I love that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what you need. Shooting straight arrows. Shooting arrows straight. Oh, well, pot. that happened. All right, you know, you know, this is. Let's not stink it up. Let's eliminate that odor with scent crusher. Great transition. Did you like that? Yep. From the ozone gear bag, the roller bag, the tote, uh, the ozone go, and uh, especially the hunter's closet. And uh, the, the hunter's closet is the biggest deal to me. It is. I mean, the ozone oh, yeah. go is up there. I mean, they're all good. They're all good. But the closet put, gives you a place to put all your gear. And it organizes it, and uh, oh, you can put your whole bow in that closet. Yes, you can and run it. Your boots. You can put yourself in there if you really wanted to. Well, I wouldn't recommend that, but yeah, you could. You could. <laughs> you know what they should do? They should do that uh, that closet in uh, Real Tree. Would you buy that? Ooh, I wonder if that's coming. I don't know. Ooh, I, I wouldn't be know. able to find it tonight, <laughs> tonight when you go home. The knee slapper. It's a good test for that ozone bag. Put those socks in there, Steve. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have. Let to. us know how. I'm sticking up the room. You, man, you guys got a whole long time before you're, you're right, out of this room right. with me. So, no, it ain't gonna this. work. The closet, is all, the closet. I'm, I'm all. I'm thinking about this closet, putting Steve in there, and just running on like 130 <laughs> minute cycles. The uh, podcast is also well, brought to uh, you. We're by. gonna we're gonna drown out that my stench with. Uh, we're gonna cook a meatloaf from Smith's Custom Meats there and Deer Processing. Kurt, sorry, I had to cut you I off just, and do it. Man, you can't follow up your feet with meatloaf, man. <laughs> feetloaf. Hey, the- feetloaf. <laughs> feetloaf. What are you doing? There's a new shirt idea. There's a thousand-yard stare coming at me again. Yep. Feetloaf. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll do this. Smith's Custom Meats and Deer Processing right there in Viola, Illinois. Sorry, Scott. Sorry, Kurt. Yes, and Scott. Sorry, Worst plug dude. ever. <laughs> but he loves it, man. Um, <laughs> anyway. I hate you, Steve. Hey, you know what? I got to do a vet shout out this week. Okay, but the podcast is also brought to you by HHA Sports. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, check out yeah. hhasports.com. Why did we just butcher all the plugs this this week? Ah, I mean, it's man. you. 
It's you. It's me. You're done. You're done. Steve will no longer be on any podcast. He's HHA out. Sports, leader in single pin sites. Uh, the the rest, the Vertus 22, mm-hmm. is on its way. Yes. yes. So it's. Uh, I'm super excited for that. Uh, drop away, lifetime warranty, uh, made in the USA, Wisconsin. You, you can't beat it. You, you can't. You definitely can't. not. Check Moving on Instagram. to the veteran shout out. Let's hear it, Steve. Racks and Beards, Chris Rogers. Uh, he's Racks and Beards on Instagram. He sent us some uh, a very cool care package, and it means a lot to us that he would take the time to send um, everything that he sent to us. Check our Instagram. We posted pictures. It's on there. Thank you for your service. Thank you for the wonderful gift. Man, it means the world to us that you would think of us enough to do that. Just wanted to say thanks. Yep. So Thank you. Thank you. Moving on. Uh, this this week on the podcast, uh, like we said earlier, Mr. Larry McCoy is on yes. um, from the Outdoor Group, Respect the Game, Elite Archery, and uh, we're just going to mix it up with Larry, talk to him about his uh, some recent experiences he did, and uh, he's been out uh, chasing turkeys. So uh, we're going to get into it with him and uh, see what he's got to say. This is his first time on the podcast. Hopefully he comes back. Hopefully we don't scare him off. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> uh, but uh, really, that's all we got. We hope you enjoyed the episode, and uh, thanks for all your support, and uh Come back next week. We love you. All right. On the phone with us, we have the living legend himself. Man, we caught him at the best time. He just got out of the turkey blind. The legend, Mr. Larry McCoy. Larry, what's happening? Not much, man. Just burning down the pavement, headed through Kansas right now. Oh, man, I love it. Humble as all get out, man. <laughs> love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had, we had a pretty eventful day, though. Tony Gladwell and I, my, my hunt partner, we had a... Uh, a very very eventful morning, you know, with all the rain and stuff. That's uh, that's fall. We managed to pretty much uh, bury bury the buggy. Thought it was going to go float down the river. Uh, so uh, yeah, that that was quite the quite the event. So uh, we finally got that out. Finally got set in the blind at ten o'clock, and uh, we sat there most of the day. And Tony actually uh, scored first. We had a, called up one bird, and uh, he put the old decap to work, and and uh, we switched up and. Uh, we were lucky enough to have another one come in, and now is able to get it done. So now we're headed to another another farm there, El Dorado, Kansas, hunting the CNS White Test. Awesome! Well, well there you Can't go. Can't beat that. Right? Yeah. Good day. So I mean, you know, uh, we we caught you post uh, post turkey celebration. For those of uh, those listeners who don't know. Who is Larry McCoy? Well, one point I want to make real quick, Larry, oh, is yeah. there, there's a ahead. luck of the podcast. I don't know if you're aware oh, yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so hopefully the luck okay, of the podcast yeah. feeds off onto you for this next hunt you're going to. Um, and then circling back in where Steve was yeah. going is tell people who Larry McCoy is and, and what you do. Well, basically what what I did is I started in the industry, uh, you know, quite some time ago uh, with a with a show that uh, was called the Heartland Bow Hunter, and. Uh, just ventured off, and, and Elite was actually a, a partner of Harlow Bowhunter back in the day, and we uh, and we just had grew grew into a great relationship, and I just kind of expanded uh, before the outdoor group was formed, and I've been with Elite Archery since, you know, since since that day. So, and then we've uh, since then, uh, you know, I went to work for the outdoor group full time after freelance video on through the industry for just about everybody, and. Uh, and now we have the show Respect the Game. Uh, I know Clark Cummings and Ross Biggers have uh, been on the show. And, uh, they're, uh, they're two characters herself. Matter of fact, uh, yeah, I got, I got a bone to pick with Clark as soon as I see him. Just so I hope he, I hope he listens to this. <laughs> they, I'm sure he's going to have to listen to this <laughs> yeah. podcast. So, uh, hey, Clark. Hey, Ross. Yeah, it's a, 
They're, uh, we call them, uh, we call them too, or I call them too. I gave them the tag team, uh, name the Mile Tine Club. Cause then, then dude. <laughs> the Mile Tine Club, yep. You're exactly right. Man, I, I hope it sticks. Yeah, they've been on the, on the podcast, as everyone knows, uh, quite a bit, and, uh, they're good guys. We always have a good time when they're in. And the cool thing is they're actually in studio because they live close enough to, to come in here and hang out with us. I don't know why they keep coming back, but they do. And <laughs> I th- uh, I, Man, they, they must they must get a kick out of us or something because I certainly don't get a kick out of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it depends. Hey, do you guys have cookies there? <laughs> is, there, cookies well, there? is there cookies there? That's probably that's probably why Clark's coming. <laughs> Ross, I lived you, in Illinois, I'd be there too. <laughs> you know, they probably come because it's like the Walmart uh, thing. You go there to feel better about yourself. I think that's why they show up. And, <laughs> yeah, they get to sit yeah. across from me, and they're like, "Man, I get to go home and live my life and not be Steve." <laughs> <laughs> that's probably it, actually. <laughs> I'm guessing. Um, Larry, let's talk a little bit. Uh, there's a lot of stuff I want to talk about here. Uh, let's talk a little bit about elite bows. Um, it seems just like in. in the last few years elite has kind of taken over the industry as far as bow companies are concerned. And especially with respect, the game um, coming up is just getting huge. It's a great show. Um, what do you think is the reason for that? Well, that elite just like hammered the scene and, and just kind of taken over in a way. Well, you know, it was, a, it's, it's really, it really goes up keeping it simple, you know, uh, keeping it, keeping it simple, building the building a product that that's comfortable to shoot. Cause if you're comfortable shooting a bow, you're going to shoot better, you know, and that's the thing. Every every bow manufacturer out there makes a great product. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. We just, you know, whenever we, uh, whenever we came out, you know, in 2014, we came out with the Energy Series line, kind of changed, revamped, uh, and and kind of uh, kind of put our stamp on that word shootability, mm-hmm. and and it's just kind of expanded from there. You know, uh, we, you know, people were were happy with the feel of the bow. You know, it doesn't have to shoot 350 feet per second. But the thing is, is people are comfortable shooting. Mm-hmm. You know, when I, when I go in my backyard, I wanted to shoot for a half hour, not 10 minutes. Right. So, mm-hmm. uh, and so that that's kind of, I think that's what it is. And it's just kind of become a, you know, a culture and a, and a lifestyle. You know, archery is a, it's a growing, growing industry that uh, I, I think is, it's part of being, with, with the growth and everything, I think it's, I think we're having some feedback on your end, Larry. <laughs> well, we might be yeah, losing you're getting it. feedback, all right. My gosh, my phone is blowing up. My service, I got service. They're all text messages coming up. Are they really? Oh, is that what that uh-huh. is? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, a fire. it sounds like sparks going off. Yeah. It sounds like, yeah. it, it sounds like a taser. Pardon oh. my French, but it's going batshit crazy right now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's that's probably all Kurt's text. Where are you, Larry? Where are you? <laughs> and it's not a Samsung, so it won't catch fire. Man, there you go. <laughs> Perfect. See, that's how you know you're in a good spot when uh, when it takes you 20 minutes to drive away, and then all your service comes in. So, yeah, yeah, that's our yeah. listeners have to understand that. A lot of people we interview are in the middle of nowhere, which is where they should be because mm-hmm. they're doing something good. They're after, after right. some critters um, on so, the road. So you just have to deal with the technical difficulties that come along when you talk to people who cut turkeys' heads off with a bow yeah. and arrow. <laughs> hey, and you know what else is great about being away from the like service? Government can't track you that way. <laughs> Keep that in mind, fellas. <laughs> right. But uh, back to the bows. I mean, I think yeah, the energy series, like you said, that was a huge game changer. I had a synergy and yep. just the shootability of that bow and the riser was 
it, it's just simplistic, but it has everything you need. And, and that's why I chose to shoot the tempo uh, this year. Love the energy style riser. And it's just that, I mean, the energy series is probably some of the best bows ever made. Yeah, when we put the when we when we put the cages on the risers, it, it really stiffened the butt quite a bit, and uh, and it, and it really affected the feel of the bow on the shot. So uh, so there, there's a lot to be said for for having that that cage there. And with the new bows out, you know the tempo is a a bow that has has that similar riser, but with the addition of the roller guard and and, and so it's probably in my opinion, I mean, even with that impulse cam, it shoots it shoots like a dream, very very smooth. Uh, forgiving bow uh, shoots really well, and then uh, you know uh, to step up from that, you know we went to the seven thousand series aluminum on the option, and we put two cages on it, and it really stiffened it up quite a bit. And uh, you know with, with the split limbs, that that bow was actually designed. I mean everything, every part of that bow was designed. There's not a a piece from another elite bow in the past or anything on that option bow. Uh, so it's a it's it's quite a quite a machine as well. Yeah, I think the the option was uh, you know a big release, especially at, at the ATA, and I think a lot of people are looking forward to that, like hearing about the split limbs um, mm-hmm. and and just and the, the all new riser design is all, just awesome, right? Yeah, I think a lot of people are excited about that, and it's it's something new. And um, we shot them at one sixty four outdoors with with Ross, and um, they're all awesome. It's uh, you can't go wrong with any of the new models. Yeah, we're super happy. We've got a lot of cool things in the works, too, so we're excited to bring that stuff, uh, you know, to you here in the future. But uh, uh, some of the other brands, you know, we have with CBE and, and Scott, you know, we've got some new innovative stuff uh, happening there as well. So um, super, super excited. The new Ra- Ra- Raptor trick and Slick Trick is performing really well. Um, so stainless steel mechanical. Uh, it's kind of new to the Slick Trick space as far as from the broadhead side. and uh, So, yeah, it, it's doing really, really well. I want to talk a little bit about um, Respect the Game. Um, I absolutely mm-hmm. love the show. Um, I love the feel of it. I love the dynamic. Um, I guess you could say the characters on the show, um, especially now that we're, we're starting to know more of you guys more on a personal level, which, which is awesome. Um, can you talk about what Respect the Game is and, and maybe where it's going and some of the stuff you guys do? Yeah, uh, Respect the Game was, it was basically it's, it was a show that was uh, we decided to do just for a way for us to just promote our products, you know, without without being talking heads and sitting there telling people, hey, this is what the key features are. Basically just show guys out there having a good time using them, you know. Uh, everybody knows COG is, a, you know, it's made in the USA. We have, you know, quality products and we back them and such. But it's it's about, you know, hunting is 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 something that, that I cherish. I've always cherished since I was a little kid. And, uh, you know, the show uh, – Hopefully, you know, people get that out of it uh, with this. You know, we don't have an actual host sitting there talking talking in between hunts and mm-hmm. in between segments. We hunt from hunt to hunt and try to look. Uh-oh, we might be losing Larry. He's getting Uh-oh. in the middle of nowhere again. <laughs> he, got a, he got a little quiet. That means... Uh... <laughs> We'll see if we can get him back here in a second here. We'll just, we'll just let this play out. I, I, you can probably hear us, but uh, let's see if it's... Oh, I think that phone call is gone. That is out of here. Well, here's what we'll do. We'll just call him right back. (laughs) 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 Got to see. Here's the thing, guys. We've got to improv. You just got to roll with it. This is this is not even supposed to be on the air, but uh, 
Oh, is that him right there? Hey, hello. Oh, we're hey, back. Hey, we got you. <laughs> Man, he must have yep. went down a holler. <laughs> I'm back, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we lost you right when you're saying, like, you know, you don't have, like, one definitive host on the show of Respect the Game. It, it's more of, like, a collective of, of the team. Yeah, we just kind of let the, we let the, uh, you know, the cameras tell a story, you know. We, we have a good group of guys that, uh, you know, they're, they're good behind the lens. They're good. You know, still camera photography and all that stuff, and, and we try to display that through through every single episode. You know, uh, you know, with Clark and Matt, you know, that's an awesome, awesome team. Matt being he's a really accomplished hunter for such a, at such a young age. You know, Ross, you know, Bill Buckingham, Tony Gladwell. You know, all of our guys are, uh, you know, I, uh, they're just they're great guys. Number one, and they're great hunters. They're great people to be around, and that's what it's all about. You know. Uh, going out and having a good time and uh, and loving what you do. Absolutely, yep. and that's the thing like that I that I like so much about, especially like Ross and Clark. Like we we got to know those guys first, and but um, you know we were all kind of hanging out here and there at the Iowa Classic, and it's easy to talk to everyone there, like mm-hmm. at the elite booth. Like you just feel like you fit in, and well, you feel like you've known each other for years, right? Yeah, and it's just good, comfortable vibes, mm-hmm. and. and you know we're glad to be a part of the team now with you guys, and it's just it's, there's really no better feeling than to know you're with good people. Yeah, and the best part, we're now team members with the heartbreak kid, Sean Michaels. Ah, I love saying that. <laughs> Steve's an yeah. awkward wrestling fan. <laughs> oh man, dude, I love pro wrestling. That is not but, even. Oh, a... you, so you're you're an HBK fan, huh? I love, dude, I love Sean Michaels, man. I, I love everything that dude's ever done. <laughs> uh, well, I can tell you right now, the guy sitting right next to me spent a lot of time with Sean in the field, running a camera for him and, and stuff, Tony, and and uh, yeah, so uh, we uh, know Sean really well. We're you know he's he does a good job for us, you know, pushing the, uh, some of the bows and our game calls, some of the other uh, TOG brands as well. Well, I'll tell you this, Larry. It, Steve said to me maybe once or twice that if Shawn Michaels ever did a podcast with us, I think Steve would just hang it up. Like, I think he's just uh, done. That's it, man. That's a lifelong goal. That and Steve, Stone Cold Steve Austin. And then if this show would be done. I, I've got a funny uh, Shawn Michaels story. To, give you some sweet chin music. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about the Shawn Michaels yeah, story another I, time. I, I'll tell that's you. That's all I got. That's all I got. I just dropped the, I just dropped the mic. There it is. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll tell you after the episode the funny story, but uh, we'll move on to more important subjects. Uh, Larry, what, how many ep- new episodes does Respect the Game put out a year, and uh, where can people find it? Well, they can find it on the Sportsman Channel. We're here Tuesday nights, 9 o'clock Eastern. Uh, and we're actually here five times a week on the Sportsman Channel, uh, but we will be airing uh, first and second quarter, so all the way through June, but we will be airing uh, a couple times a week uh, through the third and fourth as well, and then next year uh, we should be bringing the RTG from uh, for uh, all fifty-two weeks. For what now? Excuse me? how many weeks? All fifty-two. We'll, we'll have episodes every week of the year. So, uh, Does anyone yeah. else do that right now? Is that is it you guys the first yeah. to do that? No, no. There's other shows that do that do it, uh, but uh, you know it's it's definitely a, a challenge. But we're getting a good response. You know, we're having fun doing it. So. Uh, you know, uh, why not? Right. right. Roll why not? <laughs> Bring the people what they want. Yeah. Exactly. That is awesome. Well, you don't, I mean, you can watch the reruns is awesome too, but you know, every week that's like something new, which is, is insane. Right. We do a podcast every week, but I mean, geez, it's not a, it's not a TV show, man. <laughs> man, it's hard enough to get us around for an hour, you know? <laughs> 
Yeah, well, you know, the thing is, is, is it's, it, it is a lot of work. There's no doubt about it, but there's, uh, you know, and there's, you know, bringing fresh content always, uh, always can be a challenge, but, uh, I, you know, we've got the crew to do it. Uh, and I'm, I'm highly confident of that. So, uh, I think that, you know, we've we made strides definitely over the years, uh, you know, since the game started, uh, you know, up till now, this is our fifth season now. And, uh, but we're just going to continue to grow and uh, and keep active, try to put up the best product that we possibly can. Good, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, and we'll have a link to Respect the Game TV in the description of the episode, so you can go there and watch the episodes online, which is, is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're also going to be doing a YouTube channel called uh, Respect the Game Uncut, and I know uh, Paul Biggs, uh, Paul Biggs, our producer, uh, he he works really really hard and. and Putting that stuff together, he works for the outdoor group as well, and uh, uh, I'm sure you'll you'll be talking to him at some point here in the future. Yep, yep. And he can weigh in on a lot of uh, uh, kind of what he does uh, in behind the scenes. He'll probably have a lot of interesting things to say about us. Yeah, he'll <laughs> he'll explain why he's got all his gray hairs on top of his head when he uh, started out. <laughs> <Yeah>. as <laughs> he was yeah, 21. Oh, yeah. He was 21 when he started the job a year ago. He's now 42. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, we we uh we talked to Paul. I talked to him last night or the night before. So we have he's on schedule. So everyone uh, stay tuned for that. It's gonna be cool to kind of get like a behind the scenes um, and, and hear what some of the frustrations, the good, the bad, and just hear everything he's got to say about. Uh, we'll see what he's really got to say about Larry when Larry's not <laughs> yeah, around. Yeah, well, we'll tell yeah. him we're not recording. We'll uh, we'll let you know what uh, what he says <laughs> live on the podcast. I'm, I'm gonna hone him in. I'm gonna hone him in before that before that happens. <laughs> you're gonna go to him and be like man those guys working class bow hunter they're a tough interview man i don't know yeah. you might want to prepare I, they were hard on me oh, man, man. <laughs> you, 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 you think working class bow hunter you think beer swilling hillbillies but man they got something for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure yeah no I, I think it's great that you you know that you're gonna have paul on there and see you know see kind of what the behind the scenes uh talk about the behind the scenes stuff because you know that goes unnoticed a lot of times uh that's one reason why we're doing this YouTube channel uh, as well. You know, for there's going to be a lot of un, you know unseen footage. Uh, it's some some episodes maybe five minutes, some maybe thirty. You know, it's uh, just going to be a bunch of stuff. Hopefully, entertaining and people like it, engage, get engaged in that, and enjoy it. So awesome, yeah, that'll be cool. I YouTube is almost like the number one thing I watch. So I like seeing, I like getting to know like the people behind a, a show. Or, or whatever sort of production that there is, the the people behind the content, whatever it may be, is is really what I'm into. Mm-hmm. So, especially like the uncut stuff, the funny stuff that you don't normally see too. Right. Yeah. And that's why podcasting is yeah, so beautiful. That, that's kind of what it is because there's in every episode that stuff happens. You know, and right. all of make the episode, so why not show it somewhere? Yep, you exactly. know, so uh, that's that's kind of the purpose. Right? You know, we want to bring every aspect of what we do to to anybody that's interested in watching. For sure, for sure. Um, Larry, you just got back from a hunting trip that I guess I didn't even really know um, you could go on a hunting trip for this animal in this area. Uh, can you kind of talk about what you just did? And uh, I, I have to add it to my bucket list to do one day. Um, just go into yeah. the details about it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I was approached by uh, one of our partners, Jason Peterson, who has uh, Into the Wild TV up in- Canada and also Arizona, his show Arizona Pursuit as well, about uh, joining him on a trip to Argentina. And 
so I, you know, I couldn't really pass up. We were going to hunt red stag and, uh, and see what other opportunities arose. But, uh, we hunted, we hunted with Algar safaris down there. And, and I can honestly say it was, it was a hunt. It was a hunt of a lot of time. It was a lot of, lot of stalking, a lot of, a lot of animals, uh, free range, 80,000 acres, uh, just, you know, holding your glass, looking through binos a lot and finding the animal you want to try to go after. And, uh, we had several blown stocks. And then uh, we did have a couple that worked. So, yep, I got a, I ended up getting a pretty nice tag, uh, my first tag. So I was super, super happy with them. And I was also lucky enough to hunt a, uh, a Pierre's David deer. Oh, yeah. And for those of you that don't know what what that is, it's <clears throat> that's a it's a species that was almost extinct, and uh, they were reintroduced. Uh, you know, in China and down here in Argentina because they thrive really well. And Algar on this piece of property is the only place in the world that you can hunt these animals free range. Wow. And, uh, so it was uh, it was quite the experience. They uh, they were a little bit smarter than me at first, uh, but we were able to capitalize. Mm-hmm. I was able to uh, shoot a, a real nice uh, old mature deer stand here as well. Wow, man! Yeah, so, so I bet I bet that was a real hard conversation for you to have. Uh, I don't know if I want to shoot a once in a lifetime deer. Yeah, maybe I think I can do it. <laughs> well, the, the animal itself, you look at it and you're like, okay, yeah, it looks like a, another deer. And then uh, when you get closer to them, it's like they're just a very unique looking animal. They've got a tail like a donkey and a uh, wow, you know, yeah. like a camel. And it's uh, uh, they were just and they're big, very very big. Uh, a lot bigger when I walked up on them. I was like, hmm, I better change my drawers because they're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, marks uh, are. But no, man, it was it was great. It was it was a great experience, and uh, I would definitely recommend anybody uh, go down to Argentina and visit Outdoor Safaris because they they definitely uh, had it going on down there. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, Mark's our uh, resident taxidermist, and uh, as soon as he said the deer's name, Mark's eyes lit up and was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I mean, uh, you know, yeah. as a taxidermist, that's probably something like, you know, you you want to work on a, a critter like that, man, as rare as that is. Yeah, it's rare and unique. A lot different, like Larry said, different looking animal, mm-hmm. a whole lot of different characteristics about it. And a lot of people don't even know what they are. You know, you see. Right, no, yeah. A lot of taxidermists across the country, they'll show a picture and they'll say, guess what this animal is? And most taxidermists around the country can't even tell you because they are very rare. But, yeah, I was, uh, yeah, that's that's the thing. They only allow five of those to be harvested down there a year. Uh, but it's the most thriving herd. Uh, it's the third largest, I think, herd. The other ones are over in China uh, where they originated from. But they, um, but it's, uh, I had quite the history lesson because, you know, on the plane, uh, over there, I didn't even know what a Pierre's David deer was. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, <laughs> That's so, awesome. Uh, I don't know what it is, but I'm going to shoot it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I, anyway, you know, it, it sparked my interest and I, I asked questions because, you know, it is, I, you know, I, I have respect for everything that, that, that I shoot and I wanted to know the history behind it. And it, it was just a really cool experience for sure. That Res- is incredible. Respect the game, guys. Right. How do they, um, so, so the red stag in Argentina, how do they say that matches up to like a red stag hunt? And maybe you don't know, I'm not, I'm not sure, like how that matches up to a New Zealand red stag hunt. Okay, well, that's a good question. The, you know, the, a stag is a stag. There's different, you know, but, you know, being free range, the nice thing about Alvarez is that that's such a large piece of property that's free range. So they can hunt pieces of that property and leave the other half alone. So, so it allows the animals to mature and grow. 
so for they they have some really uh, large free range stags there at at Algar. You know, in in New Zealand they have some free range opportunities as well. Uh, but you know the way that it's set up, they you know they may have uh, a you know a high fence of you know say uh, you know twenty. 20,000 acres or something or, or even 5,000 acres. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's just the way they have to do it because there's no hunting season over there. They can shoot stags, you know, every day, 24 hours a day from helicopters, however they want, uh, the residents over there in New Zealand. So, uh, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's, that's, that's just it. It's a good business over there in New Zealand. I've been to New Zealand. I run on the camera. It's, it's, it's a great, great hunt as well. Uh, you know, it's not like it's a give me hunt either. It's uh, it's a hunt. You better put on your walking boots and get after it. You know. Mm-hmm. That's so. a, the thing I was wondering. I, I remember you told me like, yeah, I'm going to going to Argentina, growing hunt stag, and I'm like, okay, yeah, stag, like probably something uh, like an animal. I, you know, stag can be a generalized term sometimes. And I'm like, oh yeah, well. And then I see the photos when you killed your your red stag. I'm like, oh my god, it's a. I didn't even know that was a thing. Like. I was in southern Brazil last year for work, and I didn't know idea I was that close. Like, if I would have known about it, I probably would have been like, "Hey guys, I'm gonna take a, an alternative flight and uh, take a little make, vacation, make a pit stop because yeah. that's a long yeah. flight down there, man. I mean, what is it like twelve hours or something? Yeah, yeah, it was a long flight. We flew into Buenos Aires, and then from Buenos Aires, we had to cart over to a uh, another airport and fly down to Bariloche. Uh, which is uh, another airport, and then we had about an hour, hour, ten, hour and fifteen minutes drive from that airport up in the Andes Mountains and, uh, to to Algar. So, really, really cool, cool trip. Uh, definitely, it was uh, you know culture change and, and everything. So it was, it was really, really cool to see. The the thing that threw me off the most about being in uh, South America is not being able to flush your toilet paper. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whoa. I was like, wait, what? I can't. Oh, wow. <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> um, how, what, what was like the, the shipping process on the way back? Like, how do you ship the rack from a stag like that from Argentina back to the States? Uh, you have to, you know, they, you have to get like an export and then get a broker to bring, uh, bring the stuff back. Uh, there, there's ways, you know, to get it. Obviously it can get pretty spendy, uh, to get the stuff back. Uh, what I, what I've done though, is I've, I researched who they had coming, uh, you know, down there from the states, uh, so so we could team up and, and send stuff back to one crate uh, to save a little money uh, that way. So you know, there's there's ways to get around it, and a good outfitter in those areas will know those 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 ways and get you in the right direction. You know. Gotcha. What kind of mount are you going to do on this thing? Do you know yet? And I, I don't know. I got to. I gotta figure out. I gotta cut a hole in my ceiling or something. Got to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just just buy a new house. Simple as that. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Easier said than done. How'd you? My, pro- I, actually, my my hunt partner Tony, he killed a good stag over in, in New Zealand, and he, he he's got uh, he's got a gator mount or two that he killed in Florida that it looks like Godzilla coming out of the coming out of the floor. Every time I walk over there, I'm like, <laughs> I pull crap. <laughs> you know what? I just uh, Elite just shared the other day. Um, man, it's uh, was it the dude from Whitetail Frenzy? He just shot a gator with a bow, and I'm like, now I know what I want to do with my spare time. I want to go kill a gator with a bow. You know how awesome that would be? I'd have a half mount, man, because I'd be making boots with the other half. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I would need the whole gator just to make me one belt. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, that's 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 something. Uh, you know, I, I I went down there and uh, and we killed some gators. Actually, Tony set up that trip, and we went down there and, and had a fall, uh shot some gators and, and stuff. But it's uh, you know, that's the thing. You shoot a good one, uh, you're you're picking your brain trying to figure out what you want to do with it, how you want to get it mounted, because you don't know whether you want to get a belt, ball, boots, whatever made out of part of it. Mm-hmm. You get a rug made, you're like, crap, I'm out of luck. <laughs> right, right. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, if you had the boots made, you everywhere. Every time I went out, I feel like I just like see these boots. I like killed these. Boots. Killed like showing them off. <laughs> oh, you know what I would do? You know, like, I would get a gator cabbie hat. Oh no. Yeah, I just feel like I would just kick Steve the whole time with my gator boots. Like that's just all I would do. <laughs> uh, one thing I want to talk about, Larry, is like, how do you prepare for a hunt? So like just a crazy hunt like a, a uh, Argentina red stag. I'm gonna say yeah. New Zealand just by habit. Like how do you prepare for that? Like and and I just don't get it. I don't know how you even start the Marky Mark protein shakes. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you you definitely gotta gotta kind of kind of get in the mind frame of uh, of eating right, get stuff. Uh, you know, doing a little bit of walking, maybe walking with a pack on, so, so you're used to it because it's. It's definitely uh, can be. Uh, it can be tough. It can be tough, especially what I learned there in Argentina too is the just the ground itself. You know, there is it's a just a totally different feel. You know, I've been up to Canada and the tundra and stuff. And it's just a soft mossy, but this is like it's all volcano ash, is what it is. It's, oh, uh, wow. You know, from from where volcanoes erupt and all the fallout from the ash, it just it's just covered the ground, and when it rains, it'll. It'll harden up, and then an hour later, it'll be right back to dust. Hmm. And it's just like super, super soft, and and it it, it can cause some problems because it's really tough traction to you know, get traction, especially going going downhill more hmm. so than uphill. Wow, I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. I don't know nothing about. I, I have no. I, have, I know nothing about South America at all. <laughs> no, I just know that it's not North America. Well, I suppose if you talk to your outfitter, if you've never been on a hunt like that, they'll guide you and kind of point you in the right direction yeah. of what you should think about bringing. Yeah, yeah, they they and they did a great job of uh, kind of letting us know what the weather should be like, uh, you know, and you know, kind of what to bring and, and uh, one of the most common things to bring and and stuff. So it, they they did an excellent job of preparing us uh, as far as uh, you know, letting us know kind of what to expect. Uh, yeah, and the broker thing—that's a big deal too. A lot of people don't know. Well, they don't know where to start. Like, oh, what do I do with my animal when I get it? The money is so well spent to get a broker. Somebody who's experienced with that and knows how to do, handle all that is so much easier and worth the money, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's a, it was a learning process for me as well, and uh, so. But I, I feel comfortable. Hopefully, uh, as soon as I as soon as I get this thing back, I'll. Uh, I'll send you a picture of the crate. <laughs> oh, like, for sure! It made it. It made it. <laughs> that would be cool to see. Yeah. If, if and if if we could post it, we'll put it on workingclassbowhunter.com dot com and, <laughs> and to show people like, hey, this is this is how things work when you got to ship a critter back from yeah. South America. Yeah, you know, you know what the easiest thing to do is just take that out of Ross and Clark's check. Hey, you guys, you guys owe us. You haven't paid your dues yet. I got to get this red stag back to the states. <laughs> yeah. What but, bow? Did you kill this? Stag yeah, that, with? that was my next question. It's, we're on the same wavelength. <laughs> I set up. Uh, actually, I set up an option six. Had a boy. Uh, took it. Took it down there and uh, and uh, formed form 
performed really well. We, you know, I, I shot, shot quite a bit going in. The bow set up really nice and, and, uh, 65 pounds on a 30 inch draw. And, uh, it was, uh, yeah, it, it was shooting laser beams when I went down there. So I was, I was, I was super happy with the performance of that one. Sure. So here's the selling point. The new option series works both in the northern and southern hemisphere. Get you one. (laughs) The cams do not rotate the opposite direction. (laughs) Oh, I'm glad. That was a matter of fact. That was my next question. (laughs) That caused some problems real quick for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. So, so you've done. That'd make good TV. <laughs> yeah, like, man, that the guy's boated some stuff that I never imagined would be possible. Shoot it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, there is no hemispheres because the Earth is flat. You know how it goes, guys. <laughs> Just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> God. Um, Larry, after doing a hunt like that, I mean, what now is on your radar? Like, what <laughs> What do you want to do next? You know, I, I want to uh, keep building producing good TV, you know, whether it be, uh, you know, whitetails, turkeys, antelope, elk, uh, whatever, you know, I like it all. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm up for it all. You know, we've got a good team and, uh, I'm, you know, getting the, getting the team more involved on, on some of these hunts is going to be, uh, as a top priority so we can, you know, we can, you know, spread the love and get the, get everybody some, uh, that, that, those are all hunts that, you know, everybody wants to do. And, and, uh, you know, we look forward to bringing some, bringing you those hunts down the road. Right, right, awesome. Um, if you had to pick, I'll ask you this question too. Right after that, um, what would be your number one dream hunt? If you had to pick, or, or I'll say it this way, one place to hunt for the rest of your life, where would you go? One place to hunt for the rest of my life. I'd probably, I'd probably hunt. Uh, I'll say probably just right here, home in the states here for. for fly tub that's what my buddies do with elk you know elk i'm i'm so passionate about calling elk and, and elk it's, uh, it's it's super super fun it's like you know i know everybody says like turkey hunt on steroids and there's a reason for that because it is <laughs> you know it's uh right. you know, you're calling you're calling the animals responding and uh you know it's a uh, it's just it's a it's a great great hunt super exciting yeah elk is on my radar that's something that I feel like every whitetail hunter dreams about about killing a big elk, especially the Midwest guys, because we don't have oh, that yeah. around here. Yeah, and that, it's just it's on my radar. I have to do it. I mean, yeah. I will do it one day in my life. Determined, I, I'll get it done. But uh, it's uh, he's ready to take out a loan right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, one of the one of the animals that I, I'd really like to get after is probably a bunch of Yukon moose. Mm-hmm. Along those lines, uh, my partner over here, Tony, he's he's done a lot, had a lot some experience there up in the Yukon uh, filming a. Of course, with Shawn Michaels and the guys up there at the, at the Mill River, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, he's he comes back all the time and and just uh, gloats about how awesome it is. So uh, right. uh, that's what that's one thing that I think that I, I really really love to do: call some moose and come head with a head swinging side to side, just grunting and whatever. Phone boy, that I think that gets keep my blood boiling for sure. Yeah, I kind right. of went through that dilemma, like. I bought a truck uh, last year, and I'm like, okay, yeah, a truck, I need it. I I need a reliable vehicle to get wherever I need to go. Or I could just drive, like, a $600 car, and I could take out a loan that cost me the same as a truck and go pay, like, a a really awesome outfitter in the Yukon and and kill a Yukon bull at, like, 10 yards with my bow. Like, And I I weighed that out for a while. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I mean, I'm (laughs) – 
Hey, it's it's either Yukon Moose or Yukon Denali. Which one are you going to pick? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I kind of, yeah, so that's what I did. I kind of yeah, waited out. The same size. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I waited out. I'm like, I'm 26. I'm like, I got, I can do this in the future. Give me, give me 10, 15 years. I might be able to get it done. But for <laughs> for now, I I gotta I gotta get to my job and make the money I need to right. uh, to to kill the Yukon Moose <laughs> yeah. one day. Now. Now we've got the I've got the most important question here to ask you, Larry, and it's been on my mind since we knew you were going to be on. Man, it's been it's been going through, and I, I I've done all the research. I just need to know who is a better hunter, you or the sad daddy slayer himself, Philip Vanderpool? I need to know. Oh, don't even get me going on Philip Vanderpool. <laughs> Uh, I will give Phil Vanderpool the people's elbow from the tree stand. Attaboy. Yes, yes. <laughs> the people's elbow. Oh, man, yes. styling and profiling, dropping people's elbows and sweet chin music. This guy's all over. <laughs> <laughs> no, all, in all seriousness, no, Phil, well, I'll tell you what, Phil is probably one of the most dedicated guys in the industry. That guy, I mean, he's he's on the road constantly. Uh, he's, you know, he, and I've hunted with him several times, and I'll tell you, you know, he works hard. And it, and you know, the proof is there. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's, he's just one of the most successful guys probably ever as far as decoying white tails, uh, you know, with, with a deer decoy. And, uh, he's, you know, I've learned a lot from him too. And, uh, you know, super, super active also, buddy of ours. So, and a partner of the outdoor group. <laughs> we, you know, we absolutely love him, and uh, you know, he gave me the nickname the, the round man with the square deals, round boy, or round boy with the square deals. Um, but it was, he's one of those dudes that when you meet him, you know, I respected him and then I met him and I, like, I love that guy even more. Oh yeah. And, Immediately. Uh, Immediately. yeah. And we, we had our own like little make a wish. Uh, our good buddy, Doug Schmidt, um, was up at the Iowa deer classic with us and he grew up watching Philip. Like it was like, it was like him, his, he, Philip was his Shawn Michaels. All right. <laughs> And he got to he got to meet the guy, and Doug's a like a twenty eight year old dude with a just a mustache. So this is the best thing going in his life. And Philip made his absolute weekend, man. It was the greatest. It was the Did greatest you just thing. Say he's just a twenty eight year old dude with just a mustache. Yeah, that's always got that's always got going for him. Is he even twenty eight? No. Oh, he ain't even twenty eight. How old is he? Twenty five. Oh, he's twenty five. That's even worse. That's the greatest one liner. Yeah. Uh, he just, he just got a stash. That's, that's it, man. That's all he's got. He's got a mustache and Philip Vanderpool in his life. And <laughs> yep. He's living the sweet life, man. If this is 1974, <laughs> six pack of tall boys you, and I, live life. Yeah. I met Philip, uh, you know, years ago, back when I was with part of a bow hunter, and we uh, we built the tree on that sniper pro tree on. And uh, he came up to me and uh, had a shell and was resting our arms and, and our tree on, and we just got. Uh, so we just kind of headed off there, and we've been talking ever since. And, and then whenever he became partner of the outdoor group, you know, we were able to schedule do some hunt together. And uh, and he's been a, he's been a great partner for us there. And, and like I said, we're we're super happy to, to have him as a partner, and I'm super happy to have him as a buddy. Yeah, he's a great guy. I mean, you can just pick that up immediately. And we we had them on the podcast there at the classic, and. It's, I love that whole crew, the virtue. I love the show. I love everyone involved with that show. Um, and they've been great to us, social media, sharing our stuff. And um, we, we love Clint, and we, we hung out with Clint and Clark and um, and Brandon and all them guys, and we, we had a blast. And 
Uh, the funny thing is, when, when we recorded the Virtue podcast, I know, Larry, we talked before we did that with Philip. You were like, hey, let me know. If I'm not tied up, I'm going to run in with an elk call and interrupt his, his podcast. <laughs> so, so, so the whole time oh, you that... don't know how bad I wanted to do that. I, <laughs> I wanted to do that so bad. I had a whole, we had a booth full of customers there. I was, I was going to, I was going to rip in there and just, uh, and, and give her heck. <laughs> well, the whole time we were about halfway yeah. through that podcast, I remember looking at, cause I could see the door right by, it was right behind yeah. Philip where he was sitting. So I'm like, Oh man, this is gonna scare me if I don't yeah. pay attention. So I was waiting. I'm like, he's gonna run in here with that bugle and just let her rip. Yeah, I, I kept like talking about like look at the door. I'm like, oh guys, it's any minute, it's any minute. And they got down to it. I'm like, I don't think it's gonna happen, guys. Oh wait, it's gonna happen now. And uh, you know, it just things happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, well we'll have to do that. We'll plan something uh, uh, down the road, of course. But I'll tell you, you know. You guys probably had to sit across the table from him because when he gets to talking, boy, his arms get the flying grip with the black eyes. Black <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I think Clint had to dodge a couple of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I get, I give up more time. Oh, it's funny. We have, so, we have a lot of fun together, that's for sure. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's, uh, I mean, as real as it gets. And, and his commentary on the show is, uh, it, it's the best ever. Oh, I, I kept trying to get them, them South Arkansas, North Arkansas sayings out of them. You know, it just, that guy is, is full of one liner. They're like seven liners, but they're like all in one sentence. So I guess that's a one liner. I'm, I wasn't good at math. I'm just good at talking, but. Yeah, it was, it's, it's very, it's very cool to be, you know, to know him and, I just, I was starstruck the whole time. Mm-hmm. So that episode was awesome. You know, you can check it out. I can't remember. It was like 130 something, 136. I, don't ah, know. I forget. All right. Moving on. Again, I'm not sure good we, with math. Yeah, I'm sure we all schedule one where uh, we're both of us on there. I'm sure we'll have some pretty uh, comical stuff to tell you. Oh, that, that, that would be, awesome. be I don't doubt yeah, it. That would be incredible. Maybe next year at the Classic, we can do something where we get everyone on one podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be perfect, man. Um, Larry, kind of wrapping up, what what is something that uh, that people should look for or in the future for you or respect the game or or something we didn't cover that everyone should know? Well, you know, the thing is, is uh, like I said, respect the game. We're just we're going to keep pushing forward. Uh, we're looking to bring that uh, a lot more content. You know, your way with, uh, like I said, super confident the team. I think the team is, uh, we, you know, the team that we've got in place. You know, I'm super super excited about you know they're all uh, accomplished hunters great great videographers and, and good front lens and behind the lens so and and you know that we're a team so that that's what's most important you know, we're all buddies and we have a good time together so uh so with, with that being said you know that's kind of the direction that uh respect the game uh is going you know we're just going to keep showing showing that stuff you know that uh of what I call the good stuff, because it, you know it's not about hey I'm going to think about what I'm going to say. Some of the stuff I say out there, I should stuff I don't even know. I don't even remember saying it. And uh, you know that's the way it should be. You know I'm excited when I go shoot a doe, right? You know, Absolutely. The freezer, you know, and and that's how that's how it should be. You know every every animal that that we shoot doesn't have to be 180 inches, right? Know, every whitetail, you know, you know, hey, we do it because we love to do it. Exactly. If, you know the, the guys. Guys out there hunting, you know, they, if you don't have a 150 inch deer on your property, you're probably not going to kill one. So right. Just go out there and kill one like you have to, you know? Exactly. Uh, that's what it's about. 
That's yeah. something we try to do here at the podcast, man. Just, you know, at, at the same time, being in Illinois, like, it's easy to get hung up on inches and in the Midwest in general. But, you know, bring people together, have a good time, inspire. Oh, hello. Larry's phone's doing some crazy stuff again. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting in there, man. Man, they, I, people must be listening to this podcast. They're getting that early preview. They're like, man, I got I got to order me an elite bow and go down and kill a kill a Argentina red stag. I almost called it Argentina New Zealand red stag. <laughs> Isn't that funny? You want to say New Zealand? Yeah, you always do because it's like you know you don't want to say habit. something like a uh, it's a staple. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, but uh, Larry, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, man. And I just got to say thank you so much for everything you've done for us so far. And and thanks to all the guys from Elite and respect the game for uh coming on the show and supporting us and and sharing what we do and uh basically backing us up on on our project here working class bow hunter and uh i think working together man we're just gonna ins- i hope this is what i hope to just inspire more people bring people together it's it's not about where you're from what you shoot what you do how, what deer you shoot all this it's it's we're all in the same family and uh we should all support each other and uh very thankful for your support yeah. and for coming on the show, man, it means a lot to us. But if you shoot an elite, we'll uh, we'll give you first dibs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're super happy to uh, to be a part of it as well. You know, to, to be working with y'all as well, and and anytime, uh, I'm more than happy to 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 be on your show anytime, and I look forward to being on it again. Oh, right. you have an open invitation. You let us know when you want to be on. How's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll say good luck to you. I hope you kill two more turkeys tomorrow get them done uh hopefully the luck of the podcast just uh rubs off on you here What's solid up? broadheads they're still doing uh, free shipping right yep yep right now uh solid decaps are free shipping so uh that's what that's what we're uh chucking at these turkeys out here in kansas right now so uh and what do you uh, call them awesome, in- awesome head the decaps what are you calling them in calling them in with uh we're calling them in with uh lynch mob the lynch mob calls uh lmc calls now what if uh, i so, wanted yeah, it's uh is the promo code still yeah, good? Yeah, what if I wanted 15% off? Is there anything you can do for us? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, there may be. There may be. Shoot me a text. <laughs> yeah. I, may be, I may not have service, but shoot me a text. Well, <laughs> hey, there you go. We didn't know if the promo code was still valid. Yeah, from, that's, from that's what I was getting episode. at. Is the promo code still good, or was that just that one episode? Uh. I think the promo code is still good. Yes, correct. Yes, okay. It is. Working class 15, lunch mob calls, 50% off. We think. We think. <laughs> Try it anyway. If not, pay full price and, uh, you know, support American-made businesses. So there you go. That's, uh, that's exactly right. Yep. Uh, just just keep after it. I think, you know, you get those calls, you're going to like them. You know, they run really well. And, and uh, you know, where are the proofs in the pudding? we got we got two birds on the ground today. So. Well, there you go. Awesome. Larry, stick on the phone for a second. I'm going to do the closing here. Thanks, guys, for listening. Yeah. You got anything to add, uh, Steve, Eric, Mark? Nope, just thanks. No, just, yeah. No, thanks uh, for everything you do. Appreciate it. Steve, yeah, you got something to add, imagine yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. We're looking forward to uh, uh, Larry's partner, Tony, to be on an episode because apparently that guy's got some great stories. So stick around for that, hopefully. <laughs> and that's all I got. All right. Well, thanks, guys, so much for listening to the podcast. Um, if you're chasing turkeys, good luck to you. If you're still chasing sheds, Good luck to you. Right. Um, hopefully you're having better luck than I am. Um, get to shooting your bow. 3D season's coming. Uh, preparation for whitetails. You know what's going on. You're, you, you know what the deal is. Uh, thanks for listening. We love you. Go shoot your bow. Oh, my God. Oh. 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 
every once in a while it's fun to go with like just full-blown redneck on these fish. This is like high-tech cane pole fishing right here. From the white sandy beaches to the crystal blue waters, enjoy the best fishing Panama City Beach has to offer during Chasing the Sun. Sundays at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.